I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, with us today, we have uh, sound engineer Tom. Check one, two, check. And back off the wagon, Padre Joe. <laughs> Always a pleasure, particular pleasure today. <laughs> Welcome back, Father how, how, Joe. How many, how many, Father Joe, how many beers in are you right now? From uh, from Easter Sunday, about from, 20. Oh, no, either way. You give, just give me, I'm trying to get a ballpark of uh, your current state, considering you had to take Today's only off o- only only two beers in today. Oh, okay. All right. I, I did take an afternoon and uh, had some fun, so. Good for you. Good for you. Yes. Good to have the real Joe back. Yeah, fair. He was a, a bitter and cynical man under the last uh, sad. few yeah. weeks. But always handsome. <laughs> always handsome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, talent. No problem. Folks, we're still sheltering with beer in place, safely podcasting from the comfort or what once was considered comfort, our own homes. Everyone holding up all right? Yeah, hanging in there. Doing good, doing good. Yep, I agree. I think I think one of the things that happens even as we're doing this podcast, you kind of become more and more up oh, there comfortable with it. You know, I think uh, originally, you know, you maybe took a shower before it, combed, the, combed what hair I have left before, you know, whatever else and got ready, put on a clean shirt. But now we're down to like the fifth or sixth one of these. It's like, yeah, you know, roll in. Maybe I put pants on. Maybe I don't. So I think I'm just getting comfortable with it. Good. <laughs> Good. Good. I wanted to ask you all about what's something you miss. I know, I know we all miss going out to breweries. We meet. We miss meeting up and spending time together with our friends and family, each other on the podcast and, and our own families getting together. But I'm wondering if there's something that you're a little surprised that you miss one of those seemingly mundane things that you won't be taking for granted. Once we get back to normal, at least you won't take it for granted for a week or two. So what's something you're a little surprised that you're missing? I'll go. I, I miss my commute home from work. It's that <laughs> sense of uh, the day's done and I'm heading to park at the house and call it a day. And, uh, the, uh, commute out of my little home office, I never, I always find myself rolling back in here to do stuff. So yeah, having a distance to my office. I I also think that just having that defined schedule, um, where you have an end of the day or the end of the work day, and then you transition into that non-work is is something that I agree. I I think that's going to be one of the biggest things that I will, as I come back, really appreciate. Cause I agree right now it's sometimes it feels like I'm still answering some emails at 10, 11 o'clock at night, which I know I shouldn't be, but at the same point, yeah, you know what else? If I don't answer them now, I'll answer them tomorrow, whatever. And yeah, it's right there. And, and it's just, so I think there's the days all blend into uh, one as far as days, but also time uh, is not as as relative anymore. So I think just from a work standpoint of having that normal work day, that work schedule, I uh, I agree that just even the drive to and from school for me, um, you know, a lot of times actually that's where I listen to a lot of the podcasts and my podcast. So you get in a rhythm of listening to things uh, on a normal basis, and and now it's it's not quite as convenient or there all the time. So. Uh, just some things you're, you're right. I would have never even thought I would have, have missed or things I never even thought about before. Yeah. I echo you guys' sentiment there, you know, just having some finality to the day or, you know, at least you're watching the sun go down and thinking it's close to being the end of the day. Yeah. Just having that structure is going to be the tough thing when we, I think when we all get back. Right. And I agree. I think just even the calendar, I mean, we were kind of chatting before we started here is just having dates on things. Like I think right now it's the, 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 the term that I'm going to take from this whole thing is indefinite. Uh, everything's indefinite. So you can't really plan anymore. So, you know, you can't plan for uh, a concert. You can't plan for a vacation. You can't plan for a, you know, an outing or this or that, because no one knows when we're going to be able to do that. So just having that the option of just, Hey, I want to go down to the beach today or have an option of, I want to go out on a hike or I want to go to the home Depot and not have to put a mask on and gloves. And, and you know, that kind of stuff is going to be things I will definitely take for granted. I did have a funny thought though, the other day about this is that, you know, we're walking. So I'll I'll be honest with you, the store that I've gone to probably the, the, besides the grocery store, I've have gone to the home Depot a few times because just trying to 
you know, fix stuff or whatever, that kind of things. Now, you know, for both of them that you go to the grocery store, you go to the, the uh, place like that. Um, you know, now it's gloves on mask on and, and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of, I haven't had to go there and I know people are going there, there, but what happens with banks? Because now everybody's coming in in masks and banks. Um, and it used <laughs> to be like, take your hat off, take your glasses off, take everything off. And now everybody coming in potential bank robber. I don't know. It's yeah, that I just, yeah. I just had that little thought the other day. It was kind of quirky in my mind. I go, Oh, that's kind of funny. And I kept moving on that, you know, whatever, but, uh, it'll be interesting. True. I, I kind of just miss people watching. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I haven't had a hard time ending my day. I, I just said, I, I've, I've got a good routine down four o'clock. I pour a beer and I'm not going to answer an email or anything once I've had a couple beers in me. So, uh, I just know myself too well. That would end, end poorly. I do emails for the podcast. That seems perfectly, <laughs> perfectly <laughs> acceptable. Yeah. But so I haven't had any trouble with the end of the day, but I really miss people watching. I am going to like going to a farmer's market, even, you know, standing in line right. at Costco or going, you know, to one of our, you know, the vintage fairs we go to, um, right. that that's just kind of seeing people and interacting for 30, 40 seconds with someone versus a across the street wave. Right. Well, it'll, it'll be back. There'll be a, an after times. Right. But bringing up, that's why I know what we're going to talk about here in a little bit, but that's why I enjoyed so much, uh, meeting Jason. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit in the podcast, but it was kind of a little taste of normality for me. So. I agree. Good. And listeners, thanks for continuing to tune in and listen during these crazy times and finding a, making your schedule work to listen to a podcast. Uh, also, thank you for sharing our podcast with your beer drinking friends without the luxury of going out and making new friends and finding new potential listeners. We couldn't be more grateful that you're helping us spread the word. Oh, and new listeners uh, can listen in to field trips and be reminded of, of what it was once like to kind of kick back at a brewery and have a chat with people. You know, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Like Beer the Podcast or on Twitter at I Like Beer the Po One or I Like Beer the Ta One. Um, and then you can also always find us on Untapped. And I think on Untapped, we're all I Like Beer, you know, the, the, the podcast, I Like Beer the Talent, I Like Beer the Sound Guy, the Engineer. You can find us. So I, I haven't had any new friends in, in a couple of days. So I'm, I'm kind of waiting for some people to, uh, to send some friend requests. Oh, I've had a few. Have so you? maybe that's just the ones that already befriended you or catching catching up to me. Or vice versa. Yeah, so hey. I don't have my phone on me right now. Oh. I didn't bring my phone with me. But I've had a few there. And also on, on Instagram, people are are reaching out and saying hello. And people are responding to our some of our postings. Uh, 373 followers. Very cool. So we're, we're creeping slowly toward yeah. 400. Hey, we've ramped up quite a bit quickly, too. Yeah, people have anything to do. Yeah, I got a few stats for us if you want to hear them. Yeah, let's hear them. I do. Over 4,100 downloads, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. I remember, remember when we were shooting for 2,000? Yeah. Well beyond that. And we have 25 unique countries that there's been downloads from. Wow. That's cool. Um, and France is the uh, hands-down winner right now of the non-U.S. countries. Oh, bonjour. So bonjour. Canada really has to step up. Yeah, yeah. Canada has to step up. They're the they're a close second, but they're, okay. they're going to have to work. Come on, eh? So yeah, a lot. Of, uh, <laughs> hey, well, if we had, if we had been on our like currently right now, we would be uh, just uh, would we actually we'd be still up there in Canada. I think those numbers would have soared. We would. So be. now that we've had to push it out, and PGW uh, 4.0 is moving now to 2021, uh, those numbers are going to go way up. Uh, yep. The Canadian numbers will. So yep, that's what we're hoping. So yeah, we're doing we're doing good on our downloads. Thanks for sharing. What's everyone drinking tonight? Well, I went a little south here to uh, Coronado Brewing again, and I got one of their new releases here, the Shaka Berry. Uh, it's a pastry stout brewed with boysenberry, blackberry, vanilla, cocoa, and lactose. What, what do you think of it? Actually, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not quite your traditional stout, uh, being a pastry stout. Uh, but it's definitely tasty. It's definitely dessert stout for sure. Yeah. With all the different fruit flavors in it. Yeah. I had one of those, uh, the, like the last time I went there they, they'd just come out and I thought it was pretty good. It was, they've done a pretty good job with it. Yeah. So it was good fun. I think I, uh, I put one in the fixer's birthday, uh, package the other day too. Nice. It's sitting in the fridge waiting for her. I'm, I'm hoping to get a little taste off of it when she decides to get to it. I keep hinting. I keep moving it right to the front. <laughs> 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 and it's not a fronter, so there you go. <laughs> Joe, what what 
people, everyone's tuning in to find out. Yeah. So I couldn't come back to drinking on the podcast without it being a Cali Creamin. So that's, I went by uh, Mother Earth today to pick up as much as I could and uh, <laughs> been working on it. So good for you. Cali Creamin is open right now. So, and I, like I, I've, I've been, have a, had a, had a delivery and uh, of a bunch of dose, des- actually I had some dose desperados, some Culver and some evolution this weekend. And so I've been drinking a, a bunch of those different beers, but right now I'm having a Senor Sour, uh, the raspberry, which is actually a collab between uh, Culver and Dos Desperados. And it, I'm going to be honest with you, it's right now, I mean, I, obviously I think I say this a lot about a lot of things, but I think it's my favorite sour that I've had now, uh, at least here locally and recently. Uh, just real tasty. It's it's not super bitter. Um, so it's it's got, uh-oh. But that's how I feel every time that's I a take a sip intro for a of beer. This, no, that is that. <laughs> that's how I feel when I take a sip of the Senor Sour. So thank you, Tom, for I, reading my mind. Because really, honestly, every time I feel like that, I feel the wind blowing in my hair and a sunset. <laughs> you know, maybe on a stallion riding down the beach, and that music is playing in my hairs when I have this beer. So thank you so much. Nice. I gotta have one. Hey, Jeff, what are you? What are you drinking? I am having now. I you probably noticed on Untapped, as I think some of you toasted it, that a friend of the show, Paul the Shower Beer Guy from Seattle, correct, delivered to me several, and I wish I could share them, but with the shelter in place, you know, sorry, uh, some fantastic beers from Black Raven. So, um, the, their Pilsner. Uh, so speaking hey, safety of safety first, that's right. Their Pilsner, which is a. a Beer tasting beer is just absolutely perfect. And so I went through a bunch of those and he brought some incredible bottle age stuff from, from 2016 and 2017. But then I realized I've been neglecting my Ailsmith keg. So I'm finishing up right now a Forge Berry by Ailsmith. Very good. Good for you. And since everyone's got a beer in hand, I think now, Tom, it's time for <laughs> toast, roast, and pour one out. I'm just thinking about how confused poor listener Sean was. The music came on, but the bit wasn't starting yeah, yet. That, what I should happening? have thought about that, that when you asked that me. Music for Sean that music was like, bit. I'm ready now. Yeah. <sighs> No. We're sorry, Sean, and we're going to try to keep this simple for you. Maybe send him some notes, Tom. I know we've got some toasts uh, and some roasts and some pours tonight. So our first toast, I'd like to toast the doctor who just made it to the podcast. You had a busy day today, Doc? Aloha, boys. How are you? Yeah, you know, I also just kind of didn't know what time we were going. So sorry, I thought we were doing it later. <laughs> we actually kind of were talking about that earlier, about how everything just blends in. There's no time. There's no date. So I, we get it. Every day Saturday. I thought it was Tuesday all day today. <laughs> Do you have a beer, more importantly? But I am enjoying a uh, peanut butter stout by Lead Dog in Reno. Nice. Nice. Very nice. So Tom and Joe, you have a, a couple toasts for us, right? Yeah, I wanted to uh, salute the Padre for once again setting your mind to it and making it happen. First, it was the marathon, and yet again, you gave up alcohol for Lent. So our hat's off to you once again. Congratulations. Hope you enjoyed the Cali Creamin on Sunday. And uh, I wish I'd bought stock in Gatorade. I did consume a fair amount of it, for sure. Thanks, Tom. That's awesome. And yeah, it's a it's a, a a tenuous move every year when I do it. I did not do it last year at risk of losing my new friend Jeff Spanier. So <laughs> you notice I did. You said we uh, hats uh, off from us, not from me. I think it's I think there are other yeah, things no. that are more important to you. Jeff is if you, not. If your uh, faith really yeah. meant something, you could give those up. And I could list some, but I'm not going to do it on the. There's podcast. other things to give up. Yes. Yes. Jeff's been very clear on that topic and helpful and helpful. Last year I was able to drink all Lent, which was fantastic. Uh, Maybe just an every other year thing. Yeah, I think so. I think there's, or Or every negotiations to be, every leap year. Is it this year a leap year? So yeah, every leap year, every leap year. Nice. This was a leap year. We could land it that way for sure. There we go. Yeah, for sure. 
Cool. And I want to toast to you guys. Um, you know, we've been podcasting for several weeks together and you've been well aware though we've kept it from the listeners that, um, my family was, uh, unfortunately burdened with the reality of the coronavirus. So my daughter brought it home from Prague and the journey was, a was a bit of a crazy one. Um, we fared very well on it all, of course. And I was uh, a little too nervous to share the reality of it um, a few weeks back and that sense of what if it goes <laughs> really badly. So um, so we are on the far side of it. And each of you in your own way um, took amazing care of us. You brought us um, everything but beer because I gave it up for Lent. But um, just was really an amazing experience to have friends like you all that uh, made us feel like people cared about us. And um, and it was a, an important part of getting through it. So uh, a big and monumentous toast to the PGW crew for helping the ski family get through the coronavirus. Big cheers. All right. That all toast. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers to all of you guys. Cheers and toast to you guys. Talent, you've got something for us. So yeah, I've got. I'm actually going to go with two toasts. I'm going to throw one in that I know I didn't kind of tell you guys I was going to do this one, but I just saw these two, and I don't typically salute uh, the mass uh, or the macro breweries, but uh, there were two stories that I saw this week that I thought were kind of cool. Um, so I'll just hit those first. And the first one, many of you guys may have seen this, but I thought it was pretty funny. A 93 year old woman. Uh, holds up a sign outside of her or at her house at her window basically saying hey i need beer i'm out of beer and uh course molson uh, responds and sends her i, I don't I, I think she, they sent her something like 150 beers uh so that was pretty nice to take care of the 93 year old i thought that was pretty funny no, that's good and then the other one was uh bud light uh in, in order to uh promote social distancing has released a six foot long beer case uh, so that you uh, can put that between you and whoever you're drinking beer with so that uh, you can maintain the proper distance as you drink. So I don't know if you guys have seen that, nice. uh, but it looks pretty funny. And, and I thought that was two, uh, two cool stories. Uh, uh, the core is one, obviously, much cooler story uh, just because they took care of that 93-year-old woman who was out of beer. Poor lady. If only, speaking of that, that poor lady had access to Brew Catalog, which is my real toast. And so I'm going to toast Brew Catalog, uh, which is a... A company that has been around uh, but has changed their focus recently, really actually within the last week, to uh, help local breweries but also help local drinkers continue to get supplies or beer supply while we are on the social distancing. And so um, uh, I met the owner, Jason. I met him in uh, out in front of Dos Desperados and we got to talking and, and, and I was so impressed. Then I said, hey, we need to talk to them for a, uh, an interview. And uh, so Jeff set up that interview and, and we had an interview with him the other day. And Tom, you got that interview? Yes, we do. We are lucky enough to be speaking with Jason McBride, a brew catalog, uh, North County, San Diego. Welcome, Jason. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you on, and we're excited about what Brew Catalog is doing. Can you tell us a little bit about Brew Catalog and how it got started? Yeah, so um, originally before um, all this stuff had happened, we were really focused on uh, being the platform for the wholesale side of things as far as giving the ability for retailers to go to one place and choose from a, a ton of different breweries rather than figure out which breweries based on a ton of different emails. And so our, our goal was to uh, ease the retailers buying experience. But as you guys all may know, all, the landscape of the beer buying has changed a lot since the crisis has began. And so uh, we want to still be there to help support the other breweries. And so we actually started doing same day delivery as of last week. Hey, Jason, thanks for being with us here today. Uh, you know, just a little bit of backstory was kind of a, I guess you'd call it kind of serendipity this weekend. I was actually over at Dos Desperados buying some crawlers from there and he pulls up and uh, we started talking and he explained what his service is here uh, with Brew Catalog. And, and uh, you know, I kind of mentioned the, that we're with the podcast and, and as soon as we left, I sent something to Jeff and said, hey, we should probably help, you know, get this guy on and help promote him. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about what you, you're currently doing and what services you're providing, you know, now with Brew Catalog and maybe some of the breweries you are currently working with? Yeah, so um, what we're providing now is a way for the breweries in the area to offer same-day delivery under one minimum and one delivery charge. 
what we do is orders before 12.30 p.m. Um, are guaranteed same-day delivery. Uh, we go pick up around uh, two from the breweries, all the orders, and then after three, uh, we go out and deliver those. Um, those The times can differ. So if, let's say, someone ordered around uh, 1.30 p.m. and we hadn't gotten to the brewery yet, we can always pick that up and deliver that same day. So we're pretty accommodating on that side of things. All orders after 12.30 will be delivered the following day and our delivery window is that 3 p.m um into the night which it usually ends before 6 p.m um and so the breweries that we have on and that are available right now um but actually before um i talk about those breweries um our our delivery radius is 15 miles um around starting really in business parkway 15 miles of radius around there so we go all the way into escondido and then all the way towards the coast uh, to solana beach so we have a pretty broad range for as far as north county goes um, and the breweries that we have on right now are uh, culver uh, dogleg dos desperados ebullition helia uh, wild barrel and then rulers actually uh, going to be going live today now i understand from talent having used a brew catalog recently that you're also provide a friend service if someone just needs a friend. <laughs> they want to see someone with a uh, mask and gloves, and gloves. on. <laughs> yeah. No, I was joke. I was. We were joking before we started here. Just so that what Jeff's talking about is that I I saw Jason on whatever day two two days ago at Dos Desperados. I actually ordered from him yesterday. I would highly recommend the service because my beer showed up nice and cold, and I had fresh beer last night. And then now I'm talking to him the next day. So pretty much in this in in the covid uh you know three days in a row of meeting someone talking to someone you're pretty much best friends now <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit like groundhog's day anything different is good yeah and i'll, I'll see you again on tuesday jeff that's right because you're bringing my culver on tuesday <laughs> that's right so here we go that's before we're four days in a row now so the other guys are going to start getting jealous <laughs> So give me give me an understanding a little bit about where this idea came from. Where'd you guys see you saw a need and 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 decided to fill it? Yeah, and uh, so last week actually last Wednesday um, is when we really decided to push for what we're doing now. Um, we originally just to help out the breweries, going to allow them to open up to the public um, with their own minimums and their own delivery fees, and just kind of create a site uh, with multiple sites within one. Uh, but we realized that that user experience would be pretty pretty difficult because for example if you would have put uh let's say forty dollars worth of stuff in your cart you might not end up getting any of that delivered because you might not have met the minimum for each, from each brewery and so we figured well let's make it so that if you do fill that forty dollar cart you actually get it delivered and so we can pick up one crawler from each brewery and meet that minimum so then we can go out and deliver it for uh the customer and so it's actually been so far been amazing feedback um like our goal behind this was really to bring the brewery hop uh into the home during these times and that's really what the people have been using it for it's been so awesome the all the transactions have all been at least two breweries on the hop on on each order and so everyone's really trying to support every brewery and it's it's really cool seeing the community come together like this yeah. Plus on the consumer side, it's kind of cool where you can have one, you know, get a crawler from one brewery, get a crawler from somewhere else. So you can actually try and taste beers from different places, uh, which is something you, you know, you weren't able to do a couple of days ago and, and uh, it makes it, you do it all from the convenience of your house. So that's pretty cool. Right. And then, and then we have some people who actually have told us that they've been ordering, uh, they've been choosing beers to order between their friends and so that they can all virtually try the beers together. Um, so that's been kind of cool too. Yeah, actually, I, that was my next thought is that you could actually at this point order the beer and have it delivered to, you know, deliver to someone else, you know, kind of a thing. So that's That'd be kind of a cool thing as well. Like if you wanted to do some beer tasting and, and, uh, and I even noticed like, I think wild barrel on there and they had some, uh, some of their unique beers and bottles on there. So it's not just crawlers of what's on tap. Uh, you can get some of the barrel aged and, and some of that stuff at, from some of the breweries as well. Yeah. Then that, that's been what's kind of just like been the, the best part is that the craft beer lovers who want to try beers from different breweries are still able to do that. And it, it was cool. Like, uh, so uh, like some of my friends who are craft beer drinkers who go out to the breweries every weekend and they do the whole brewery hopping. Uh, they gave me a call when they're ordering this weekend and they're like, this is addicting. I don't have to leave. I don't have to leave my couch. I don't have to put a shirt on and I can have, have, be have the beers delivered. Yeah, oh, That's cool. <laughs> And it's safe. You don't have to pay for an Uber. You know, you don't have to put the mask on or the gloves on right now. And you just, right. just right. wait and, for the and delivery. 
<laughs> and yeah, and it's totally helpful to the the breweries too because I mean, if lines build up, at least the, the orders are going through prior. Right. And so, and it's kind of it's cleaning up the the amount of people that are in the tap rooms at once, which kind of causes some unsafe things during these times too. So, it's cool that we can go in there and pick it up for everyone and make sure everything stands clean and everything. So, how can people access Brew Catalog? So it's uh, through brewcatalog.com. That's our access point. Okay. And like I said, I can tell you from personal, it's very easy to use. Um, you just put in there what you want. You can actually look on each of the, they have the all the breweries. You can look at the beers, decide and pick what you want, add them into your cart, quick checkout. And then, um, you know, you get your delivery. You actually, I got a, a text saying, hey, we're on our way. We're going to be there in a couple minutes and show up to your door. And like I said, it's ice cold and, and uh, ready to go. Well, I, I, it sounds like I gave you a script for that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It, 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 no, it's it's good. it's a good business model, and you're following through on it. So, I, like I said, I would highly recommend it to everybody. I, I appreciate that. And actually, about the gift thing, we actually just uh, added the ability to order gift cards. So, for anyone that's outside of the our service area that wants to give uh, some of their North County craft beer lovers a gift to be able to get some beer delivered, uh, we have that option now. That's very cool. I don't, Jeff, do you want to put out our address so, so people can know? Keep just... that in mind. My birthday's coming up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Rulier is coming on today. What are what are some of your plans uh, for expansion here? So really, it's going day by day. Um, last week was really just the test of validity and the process of behind everything. Uh, this week is uh, we're adding a couple more breweries. Uh, well, Ruler's adding, but then we're talking to a couple more breweries about getting them on. Um, and really, it's just really at the discretion of the regulations that are kind of been deregulated for now. And then also the demand after this, we're kind of feeling out whether people will still want this once the tap rooms open back up and if we're still going to be allowed to do this. So we're kind of taking it slowly and figuring out what we can do as far as expanding, because obviously we want would also want to spread over to San Diego, like as far as South County. Uh, we've actually had some South County breweries contact us to be on. But because they're out of our service area, we can't have them on right now. Right. So that's kind of our next is to move from North County um, and expand outward. Excellent. Very cool. And let's find out a little bit about Jason as a beer drinker. What are some of your favorite beer styles and uh, favorite beers in the San Diego area? I won't put you on the spot of asking you favorite breweries since that's not a fair question. But how about some of your favorite styles and favorite beers? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do favorite styles and I'll tell you uh, my favorite beers from each one of the breweries. It's only, so it's only like seven, right? Um, okay. So favorite style is going to be between a hazy and, a, and a, a hazy IPA and a regular West Coast IPA. Those are kind of my go-tos. From each brewery I can give you. So right now, actually, my favorite IPA from Cove right now is the new one that they came out with. Jeff, did you have a chance to try that one? I'm wait- You're bringing it to me tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you can tell me. Yeah, you can tell me yeah. how you like it. Yeah, that exactly. was a really good one. Um, and then from Dogleg, I really liked the collab they did with Dos Desperados. I don't know if you guys had that one, the Overlap Hazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dos Desperados got the Hazy Daisy. Oh, actually, sorry, that's that's usually go to, but the Poncho, their double IPA, is definitely got to be my go to for them. Um, and then then the Double Hazy from Ebullition is a really good one. Helia. Um, Actually, just for the first time, tried their their lager, the Garita lager. That one's on point. Um, and then Wild Barrel. For them, actually, I'm going to switch it up on the IPA st- um, stance. The the Pog, the Vice Pog, that one's delicious. It's almost just like, it's it's better than any juice that you could drink. <laughs> <laughs> and and better for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then actually for Ruler, my favorite one by them is going to be the Endo. Yeah, the Endo is my favorite at, at Ruler for sure. I love that beer. I sent one of those over to Tom. Did you ever get a chance to try that one, the, the Roller Indo? I still have it in the fridge. I'm saving it. <laughs> Don't save no, it too long. No time like fresh. the present, Tom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and now you know you can get more. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and then a- another side note, actually, um, we're actually working on getting Wild Barrel the ability to have people place orders outside of the zip code that they will then ship um, cases to throughout California, just like all the, uh, the other breweries are doing. No, that's very cool too. Well, we appreciate what you're doing as beer drinkers. We appreciate the service. And as members of this community, we appreciate you helping out all these uh, small breweries and local breweries with 
trying to, you know, do whatever you can to, to get some business going and, and keep your customers happy when it's pretty tough to do that right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think, I like I said, I think you've hit on all the parts of it, but I think this is just benefits everybody, the people at home, but also all the breweries. And again, just by even simplifying the process and keeping the process more streamlined is, is good for public safety as well. So I think it's it's a win-win. And again, if you're if you're a beer drinker, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're a beer drinker, <laughs> um, and you are right now in the North County of San Diego, um, I don't know what you're waiting for. Put an order in. Do it. So one more time, Jason, can you give us what's the fastest way, easiest way for people to access Brew Catalog and get some fresh cold beer delivered? Uh, the fastest, easiest way is to go to brewcatalog.com um, and all of your options will be right there. Oh, uh, there's one more thing, too. We also uh, donate a dollar from all public orders um, to the Bartender Emergency Assistance Program. So during this time, a dollar from every order goes to them. That's great. Nice. I was just going to say, maybe last thing, we always love uh, customer feedback. So just about your uh, experiences, whether that's good or poor, please let us know. And so we can uh, resolve those or we can we can acknowledge those. So thank you, guys. Well, this has been Jason McBride of Brew Catalog. Thanks for calling in and talking to us, Jason. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And best of luck with your business. I know you've got three people right here that will be using it quite a bit in the weeks to come. And looking forward to seeing you at the door. Glad to be able to make friends. That's <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, take care and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Thanks again, Jason and Brew Catalog. Looking forward to using the service. Yeah. We have some roasts. Well, I can go first. Uh, I, this was one I saw earlier today, and it's basically I'm just going to roast parents who uh, don't put in the proper th- uh, thought when it goes to naming their children. Uh, you would think knowing that, you know, the process that we went through in naming our children and all the thought that went into all of that, that uh, more people would spend some time with that. But unfortunately, it seems like too often they don't. And the example I'm going to use here was uh, uh, is Amy Schumer. Uh, you guys may know or recognize the name. She's a, a, a comedic actress and, and comedian. And uh, she recently revealed that uh, her and her husband have officially changed their 11-month-old son's name. Uh, so, uh, they gave him an original name and came to realize that, Hey, maybe there's an issue there. So they have changed the name. And basically it was the name I'm going to say to you given to him at birth was Gene Adel Fisher. Uh, so it was pointed out to them several months after the birth that the kid's name actually sounded like genital. Uh, so when you say it fast, Gene Adel Fisher, um, they went, Whoa. Uh, so they have changed the name and now he is Gene David Fisher probably saving him from a lot of ridicule in those elementary and middle school years um, and even high school years. So he doesn't have to go around uh, being called genital. Good, good decision, Fishers. You think she didn't know that? I'm thinking maybe someone dared her, you know, she's a pretty funny gal. If someone dared her, hey, bet you can't, you know, name your kid genital or something like that. And you didn't. It might be, but I do also do think knowing how important a name is that that's probably some that's in a territory that most people probably are, uh, you know, they they did it to they were recognizing a friend and the name was a you know a, a name to do that. So I don't maybe taken separately, and then it was until you start pronouncing it and keep going. Oh, this is Gene Adelfish Fisher. <laughs> oh, wait, that's genital. Uh, <laughs> when I was a teacher at Helix High School, standing ovation at graduation for. Uh, our, our student whose parents were uh, Im- immigrants from Korea and there was a standing ovation when fuck you Greg, walked across the stage. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could imagine that. Yes. Yes. I get, uh, we have some pour one outs as well. I'm going to start with pouring one out for the XFL, the sport I never saw. <laughs> I did see it was on a TV that I walked into one time, uh, but I was sitting the wrong way and Never got to see the XFL, but they fired for bankruptcy, suspended all operations, released all employees. So listeners probably like me, you never saw an XFL game. Don't know what we missed, and we will never will know what we missed. That's twice now the XFL has uh, gone, got, gone out of existence very quickly. So um, I have one poor one out as well. Um, I know this one's not going to be real sad for... Uh, a lot of us or a lot of people to basically uh, ACT and SAT. I don't know if you guys have been reading the news on this, but uh, so far, 51 universities and colleges have dropped uh, the ACT, SAT requirement for at least the 2021 uh, school year. 
And uh, that also includes in here in California, all the UCs. Um, and uh, many and the majority of all universities and colleges around the country have adopted a test optional policy at this point uh, to accommodate students during this coronavirus. And you, you are seeing actually a lot of student advocacy groups now that are pushing to make this test optional policy permanent. So SAT, ACT, that test that was the bane of many of our existences and many of our children's existences and the amount of time and money and energy that goes into prep books and prep courses and everything else, I think it's on its last legs. We may not see it anymore. I don't think anyone's going to miss it. Nope. nope, except College Board, but I'm sure College Board will find another way yes. to stay part of our lives and continue to suck money from all of us. You may remember about the time of the Great uh, Recession, UC Cancel said, we're not going to require it anymore. It's, we don't value it. It's not a big enough part of our decision-making process. And they announced that in the upcoming year, their plans were not to require it. And then College Board showed up with a couple suitcases of money during a recession, and lo and behold, it was back. Right. <laughs> Evil empire at its best. So maybe that'll happen again, but we will see. Suitcases of money are hard to come by right now. So. <laughs> Very true. Cool. I've got to pour one out. I, I'm pouring one out for the happiest place on earth, the Mother Earth location in Vista, which is why I moved to Vista. <laughs> uh, such an amazing location. And they will uh, open in an alternate location in Vista. But uh, it was a, a phenomenal place that I really enjoyed going to. So I'm definitely pouring one out for the current Mother Earth location. That is a bummer. I read about that yesterday on social media that their their lease went up through the roof and it was time to re reset the lease and they just couldn't pull the trigger on it. So they're going back to their original location where it's still their brew facility on uh, Thibodeau in Vista, but not quite the same as that great downtown venue. And I hope that, you know, there's a lot of empty places in downtown Vista and a lot of breweries in there. I'm hoping Mother Earth will find a way to if not have that same location, get themselves located downtown again. Cause to me, they're the heart of downtown Vista. Yes, I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been toast roast and pour one out. Remember our friend D black. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he messaged me uh, yesterday. He's come up with a cool, fun idea called hashtag beer challenge. You can check out his Instagram post, uh, probably also his other social media posts uh, for a chance to win big. What you win, I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't say, but you could win big. But it's big. But it's big. It's I think big. that's part of the suspense of it. But uh, at dblack underscore ES, uh, you download his his song, 99 Balls of Beer, on the wall, and you can find that anywhere you find music. Download it. Shoot a quick video of you holding your choice for the goat beer, the greatest of all time beer. Post it with hashtag beer challenge. Tag dblack underscore es, and he's going to pick one of the, the videos as the winner, and they'll win big. Very cool. What they'll win big, I don't know yet. I haven't heard that song in a while. Do we have that again? Can we just play a little bit of it? Yeah, here it is. All right, man, that song just gets better and better every time I hear it. Yeah, I can't get that song out of my head. All right, check out dblack underscore es. Big chance to win. You, Joe brought up an important point that I never thought would be a question when it comes to the convivial act of beer drinking. But what are the new norms for beer drinking? So as part of our ongoing mission to become your go-to educational podcast, we bring you Distance Drinking How-To. So I got to thank Joe for most of these questions, or at least uh, spurring most of these questions. And I'm going to run through them. And if you've got a thought, uh, I IOB team, uh, jump in and share which gets a little prop, a little sloppy sometimes under this circumstance, but we'll see what we got. Um, yeah. So question one, what is proper, acceptable, and safe for sharing beers with a friend or neighbor right now? What, what's okay? Well, if you got a mask on. I tried that. I spilled everywhere. Yeah, mask drinking is hard. 
I think if you got a cold beer in your hand and you can see him and talk to him, that's safe. So just visual distance. Well, I know we had one, uh, the doctor and I, we, yeah, we, we, he brought and he sat in the middle of my driveway and I sat in my garage. So we were probably a good 12, 15 feet away and we, we had a beer together. So uh, it, it can be done. Yeah. We, we had the neighborhood uh, block party going. Paul, the shower beer guy did good. So I think there's a qualifying question of, have they, have they, or have they not had the coronavirus? <laughs> I that sat is a good more point. than 12 feet away <laughs> on Easter Sunday when I visited Joe. I did bring him a you growler, did. but um, but I sat a good 25 a, feet had away. A my, voice, my voice was hoarse from yelling across uh, <laughs> his cul-de-sac. Yes. It actually might not have been Joe. I just saw someone in a blue shirt in a chair in front of his house. <laughs> in a mask. Uh, well, and I think obviously what we're doing right now is, uh, you know, if you drink Zoom, Zoom happy hours are totally appropriate and safe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what we're doing right now, uh, uh, you know, doing on a podcast, obviously very safe. Okay. You know, I, think I was reading somewhere that you, you can actually do beer pong via Zoom. You just need four phones and you can make it all happen. Oh, dear God. No. I bet a lot of college kids are doing that. Yeah, probably. All right, my next question. What's an appropriate time to open a beer without having to explain it's okay because of the coronavirus lockdown, meaning when it's not low-key embarrassing to have a neighbor or loved one sing you already a beer or maybe even two or three in? That's a great question. I think this goes back to your your original point on how, how uh, comfortable we are becoming with this whole quarantining. Um, I'm thinking that that hour continues to drop uh, earlier and earlier in the day, the longer and longer we are out uh, on this uh, shelter in place. I, I also think it's funny. I don't know you guys felt, I think several of us follow, but there's the, the, the count, the beer o'clock it's beer o'clock. And, and judging by a lot of the posts and the times of those posts, it's now uh, any time is appropriate. Okay. No explanation necessary. No shame involved. <laughs> Right. Okay. That's that's actually the answer I was, I was hoping for. Correct. Yeah, I'm validating you, Jeff. You can start. Yes, you're good. this is good. Keep drinking when you've been drinking. If the days are yesterday, today, and tomorrow, then the hours are happy hour every hour. So. <laughs> as long as you're awake, I think it's okay. If you're trying to drink while you're asleep. So, that's okay, that, that leads to the next question. Is AM drinking okay? And that's not what... It's not actually what I'm trying to ask. Let me try again. How does one inconspicuously begin one's drinking if it's just the <laughs> just the sort of day that calls for AM drinking? A coffee mug. I, I agree. I think it's all in the uh, in the vessel that you use to contain the the uh, the beverage. Excellent. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> I bet that's a long uh, standing uh, routine for some people. <laughs> That that's not new news. No, I don't people. think that matters. Quarantine, quarantine, no quarantine. Right, yeah, right. not learned during the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just in general, general yeah. good good rules of AM drinking. I bet some of those coffee cups have a lot stronger stuff than beer on the too. <laughs> right. Uh, this one, when Joe sent me this question, I thought, yeah, I need some help with this one. What about some drinking recommendations for Zoom meetings, specifically Family meetings, especially long family Zoom meetings. How are there some rules or are there some recommendations? I would say early and often. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to have a pre-Zoom party. Yeah. So pre-game it? Nice. I would pre pre-game that thing. Pre-game. Pre-game you gotta pre-game it. that yeah, call. Pre-game it. Yeah. And I'm talking like ones that last night, ninety minutes, two hours, three hours. So how do I you have Zoom game for during the meeting? Yeah, just do it. You know, it might be actually. I think is every time someone uh, unmutes someone or mutes someone, I don't know. You drink, uh, maybe come up with a couple of key terms, and every time someone yeah. says that, hey, that's what you drink on. I don't know. I, I think I think we're gonna have to start creating some Zoom games. I think that's okay. a, a new uh, a new area we can look into. I would say whatever your drinking patterns were when they were in your house, they can retain on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> so. yeah. Okay. All right. These are all just lining up exactly with what I need to hear. Good. That's good. All right. Next question. Can can your immediate family be treated the same as a drinking buddy? Are there lines that can't be crossed? If they're crossed, what happens when the world returns to the before times? Can you uncross some lines? So, for example, <laughs> drinking while working on a puzzle or playing a board game, perfect, perfectly acceptable in a brewery, right? 
What about with your daughter at the kitchen table at noon on a Tuesday? On Tuesday, yeah. I think I think all rules are off in the quarantine for yeah, the most yeah. part. I mean, it is pretty much mass Armageddon for the you know in terms of the rules. I think obviously it's it's your own uh, you know the age of your daughter was important, but um, you know I think it's your house, your rules, and uh, you know what happens in the quarantine stays in the quarantine. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. All right, I got one more question for you. When is drinking alone a problem? And am I allowed to laugh at my own jokes now? <laughs> always. Always. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what's yeah, the always. now? Uh, and uh, drinking alone, uh, again, there are times mm-hmm. for that. And uh, all you have to do is call any of us and you never have to drink alone. Yeah, there oh, you go. thank you. Yeah. Very nice. With untapped, no one ever drinks alone. No so just friend us and we are you are not drinking alone. You're drinking with all of your untapped friends, uh, even from the uh, confines of your own house. Well played, talent. Well played. Thank you. Oh, that is a st- stellar answer. Stellar. Thank you. And I'm happy to be woken up to drink, so <laughs> <laughs> from a from the morning or a nap. And if you don't have any untapped friends, you've got four right here. Exactly. Just send us a request and we'll give you four new friends. So Perfect. This has been Distance Drinking How-To with your ILB pals. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. People are, are they're tuning in. They want to hear what we have to say. They're looking for the educational edge, right? How do I get smarter during this quarantine? Basically, this could be homeschool for, for some people. Um, but they're also banging on the windows, on the doors, sending us messages for America's favorite new beer game show. Welcome to another edition of Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in podcast land. Beer or Not a Beer. I'm your host, The Doctor. For you first-time listeners and Sean, or Sean or Sean's, here's how the game works. I'm going to name four beers. Three are real beers. One is not real. This last one, or one of the four, I thought of while quarantining, while I'm Quentin Quarantino. (laughs) Anyways, here we go. Are you ready? I'm going to name four beers. Ready. I'm ready. Find the one that's not a real beer. The first one is Big Ass Brass. Big Ass Brass, an American ale. Number two, Seriously Bad Elf, an English strong ale. Beer three, Sick Duck, an imperial stout. And beer number four, Butt Face Amber. We have to have something going on here with butts today. Anyways, we have Big Ass Brass, Seriously Bad Elf, Sick Duck, and Butt Face Amber. Which of these four is not a real beer that I made up while being Quentin Quarantino? Let's go with Tom. Which one is not a beer? Man, oh man, you always know how to make it tough, don't you, Doc? But of course. This is a good list here, and I'm seriously at a loss. Big-ass brass, very musical, seriously bad elf. I have a sneaking suspicion that's probably a beer just around the holidays. Sick Duck. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a, an Oregon State beer uh, toasting their friends over in Oregon. University of Oregon, excuse me. But Face Amber. I'm going to go with Sick Duck. Sick Duck. Tom says Sick Duck. All right, Joe. What's your guess? Which is not a real beer? What kind of beer is Sick Duck? Sick Duck is an imperial stout. Imperial stout. All right. I'll go with Buttface Amber. That's my answer. Final answer. Buttface Amber. All right. Jeff. I'm going to go with uh, Big Ass Brass. Big Ass Brass. All right. Talent. I feel like this is too obvious, but I am going to go with Joe and say butt face Amber. Butt face Amber. All right. Listening audience, have you chosen your not real beer? Here we go. First of all, 
we're going to go in reverse order. But Face Amber is an amber ale by wow. Ram Restaurant. Their label's got two Rams hitting oh, each other. I've even been there. But yeah. Face. <laughs> We've had that, you guys. We had that in Seattle. I think I might even have had it. That's pretty funny. We did funny. have it. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> All right. There we go. Ah, damn. <laughs> Sick Duck is an Imperial Stout. Uh, Russian Imperial Stout by Flyers Restaurant Brew. It's actually from uh, Oak Harbor, Washington. Seriously Bad Elf is an English strong ale from, actually it's oh, out of the yeah. UK. And the one I pulled out of the air is Big Ass Brass. Did anyone guess Big Ass Brass? Someone did. Influencer got that. Jeff did, yeah. We have a winner. Woo, I did. I did. Well done. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Once in a blue moon. No, that's twice in a blue moon. You are on a roll, influencer. Jeff, there you go. Big ass brass. Thank you, audience, for joining us for Beer or Not a Beer. Join us next week for another round of this amazing game. I knew butt face ring a bell. I have a sticker in my garage from the, <laughs> we, uh, from when we were there, uh, in Seattle or we had the beer in Seattle. I don't know if it's brewed in Seattle, but we had it when right. we were in Seattle. So it was ringing a bell. I just, I've seen that somewhere. Oh yeah. Every time I go to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty frequent. Pretty frequent. How many times a day is that Jeff? Yeah. A lot more now. <laughs> more now. Nice job, doc. As always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to join us for a beer or two and a couple stories. Keep supporting your local breweries. Brew Catalog made it very easy. You don't even have to leave your house and you can support your local breweries and, and get a wide variety from a wide variety of breweries. Yeah, they need our help. It's the least we can do is drink beer. Stay home and drink beer. Yeah. I wouldn't call it the least we can do. Selfless. Selfless activities. Heroic. I don't like to use the word hero. I don't like to use the word hero or throw the word hero around, but... If people want to label beer drinkers as heroes, we'll take it. They should. Their word, not ours. <laughs> exactly. Be nice, tip big, stay safe and healthy. We'd love to keep telling you how to live your life, but right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N, beer run. B double E double R U N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-M, here run.